The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being part of our show today on From Good to Amazing. We have had some wonderful guests over these past few weeks, and I most importantly want to thank all of you as listeners for continuing to Twitter and use social media to let everybody know about our incredible show. We really appreciate that, and now with Unity FM, you can download um, to have on your mobile phone, so it just gets better all the time. It literally is moving from good to amazing. Well, I'm very excited about our show today as we are featuring Yolo and Laura from our Tampa Bay area, but actually they're global. They travel the world and they represent the Hanawak project. So as I was advertising and promoting in our program, when you look at what the new earth moving into 2012, America and the Hanawak project have in common, it would be our guest today. So welcome, Laura and Zolo Yolo. I am so glad that you're with us. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you, Temple, for having us. We're excited to share with, with your audience the Anawak Project. Yes, and I've already had people ask me, what is the Anawak Project? We know that Anawak and, and Mayan, in the Mayan culture, it means America, doesn't it? It does. Correct. It does, and this project is one that kind of came through revolution. There's no kind of about it. It actually came through revelation, and it is designed to go to various sacred sites up and down the Americas and shift some of the uh, galactic anchoring that has been in the past between Draco and Sirius and the Earth and shift that to the Pleiades and the Southern Cross. Wow. Share, share with us in, a, in, a, in our everyday, are, are we talking about um, like changing the vibrational frequencies to a place of, um, for us as far as, uh, you know, everyday people, will this whole purpose is that with this alignment, uh, we will truly and literally enter into 
uh, a different vibration than otherwise the choices that could be before us as we're going through this shift. Is that correct or? Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate statement. Um, what has happened with the uh, anchoring that's been done between Draco and Sirius over the years is that the energies that have been influencing everybody have been so strongly affiliated with duality and that uh, conflict that uh, trying to play with power and manipulate others. And when we finalize the shift and get get the strong connections made with the Pleiades and the Southern Cross, then our influence is going to be one of unity and harmony, and it will make it easier for people to step into the fullness of who they are and have just been kind of moving through the slush on the planet to try to get there. So. Oh, that's very, that's very exciting. And, of course, uh, all of us in the unity movement, uh, the movement of unity, because unity is so much more than a, a revolutionary, uh, you know, institution and a philosophy that was formulated in the late 1800s. Um, but it's also the unity of, of every man, woman, and child and all other living things on this planet. So... Um, I'm just very excited about the work that you're doing, and that was another reason I was so looking forward to you, you know, being on the show. Because often when we feel overwhelmed, or, or like you said, we've been coming from duality, we're coming from, uh, we're bombarded with information about, you know, oh, the worst possible scenarios you can imagine and we watch the movies of 2012 and you know all this stuff and you can even feel it energetically around people now and I don't like to stereotype and label things either but I don't think in spirituality we're supposed to replace common sense and I I, there's a preoccupation about people right now I mean do the two of you sense that and the work that you're doing across the globe like People are kind of, they have something on their mind, like on the unconscious. Is that because of this way that we're moving and shifting right now? That would that would pretty much sum it up. The I think everyone is reacting to the energies they're feeling because they have been sped up so much. I mean, we, we keep hearing over and over that the energetic frequency of the earth is, is greater than what it has been, that it's speeding up and and that the planet itself is to move into a different dimension. And we're all feeling that. And and the only way we can get to that dimension is to release all of our old baggage. And so it's not comfortable when you release that old baggage. (laughs) We know that for sure, don't we? When When you say that it was revolutionary, I mean, that's always exciting to me because we know that within so many of us, like the Fillmore's that founded Unity, I mean, the courage that it took. When I look at, in the late 1800s, some of the strongest orators of the New Thought Movement were all women, which, you know, that wouldn't be a big deal now. But for then, when women had very little voice, that was a big deal. Is this something among your group that unfolded as a revolutionary project, or is it coming from another movement? Um, good afternoon. <laughs> I am Jelo Zavala. 
let me give a little brief of the um, how this project come from. Yes. Yes. Um, in the early days of November 2008, um, I received from my spirit guides the clear message to start a facilitating a reading circle okay. with the purpose of supporting the spiritual growth de uh, development uh, mm -hmm. here in Tampa, a circle uh, operating simultaneously in English and Spanish that could be attended by participants both, uh, both uh, locally. Uh, and in the area and at the stands. Yes. Uh, the participants will read a book each month, and the last Wednesday of each month we will meet to discuss the book. I was given as well the first three books to discuss. Uh, during the next three weeks, the idea will not live and continue certainly in my head my main, main uh, concern was being sure that I was prepared to assume a responsibility such as this and if a such activity will be well received. Mm -hmm. But when things are uh, provided by the Spirit, there is no other outcome than to bring them forward. That's right. Then the first meeting began in the 28th of January, 2009 at the conference room at the Town and Country Library in Tampa. In February 2009, after the reading circle has begun and after speaking with uh, Laura Tomberry and Rosemary Willeford, the idea of uh, facilitating a healing circle was born with the idea of uh, putting in practice our healing abilities and allowed us receive the same from others, energy workers. Uh, we decide to reserve a room in the same library and call the sessions in the second Wednesday of each month. In March of the healing, in uh, March of this year, the healing circle began and is still runs to this day. This healing circle which originally was, uh, was a one-on-one -on -one healing technique, began to take another direction and change modality in November of 2009. Mm -hmm. The message and visions received collectively by the uh, circle uh, participants brought uh, about changes towards a new healing modality. This new modality basically consists of a pillar of energy with each built by three anchors and in which one or more participants can be in it at the same time to receive healing. Over time, we have been adjusting this modality according to what we see as we work with it and according to the information that continues to be received. These two activities, the reading and healing circles, which had been held without interruption for almost three years, had been the pillars of our new project to evolve. The first one being a tool for understanding, and the second one a tool for actions. Uh, this uh, consistent uh, activities um, and the high and harmonious energy that we generate uh, led us to bring the idea 
to start speaking about a possible project. This meeting was held between Laura Timberry, Rosemary Williford, and I in March uh, 2010. In July 2010, um, I traveled to Venezuela for a family reunion. On that trip, and in an unexpected way, uh, in contact with interdimensional beings, I was given costs to access the energy centers, interdimensional portals, and important information that serves as the basis for the activation of the ANAWA project. For that moment until the present day, through constant alignments with the celestial energies, the divine creator, as well as the support of each one of the participants, this project has taken form and has become what we today call the ANAWA project. It's important, uh, I repeat again, the ANAWA project is the result of collective and continuous work. Mm -hmm. The ANAWA project is based on the message received through direct alignment with the highest energies and from direct message received for, uh, primarily by the anchors. Mm -hmm. uh, we have received as well some pieces of information by people from different corners of the world who, like uh, you, have been informed about the existence of the project and who have let us know, who have let us know that a specific message received from them uh, that validate, reconfirm, and give additional understanding to this project. Um, I think, and and along with this, it it came through that it is a balanced energy. It is not just masculine. It's not just feminine. Uh, that the time in the new era coming up is one of fully balanced masculine, feminine. Mm -hmm. And so each of us on the project has been called to balance our own masculine, feminine energies. And we know that that will hold true for anybody else who participates with the project. I am so, um, well, I love, you know, exactly, obviously, what you're saying. and But I'm just so glad to hear you say that because intuitively, that's how I've been feeling for a while. Um, that's how I speak to, you know, ministers of churches. When, when a lot of ministers are told, oh, you know, more and more we're going in the feminine direction. You're going to have more and more women in your, uh, in your group. It's, it, that has not felt true to me at all. We are here to balance the male and female. And so I just want to highlight that. Um, because I, I don't want that to be missed. Uh, thank you for that, because that's ultimately the essence of, of who we are, is, is that balance. And I get so um, over and tired of hearing people say, well, you know, men, they're just not that spiritual. It's like, that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> there are, you know, men and are like children. They go where they're loved. 
a lot of men will come to these spiritual events and stuff like that. We have a lot of men at First Unity in St. Petersburg. But because we hold that energy of it's the uh, it's necessary for, for the balance. So I just wanted to put in that little plug uh, that. But getting back to the project, and I can see what you're saying is that it's spirit-driven, it's creator-led, and as these circles are gathering throughout the world, it's emerging and, and being guided as it's going along, uh, which is a beautiful thing because otherwise it would become – um, another project that's trying to live in a box, and a box won't work uh, right now in these times. What right now do you feel that the uh, Hanawak project is going to focus on and, and do? And I know that you'll be traveling. Uh, is there a group of you um, traveling, uh, Yolo and Laura, or... Are you going to uh, share with people as you're coming into different countries? How does that look like as far as the visioning? What we have seen so far is that there will be six of us who will be traveling together to 52 different sites up and down the Americas. And uh, of those six, three of us are anchors uh, actually doing the physical reconnect and, and disconnect type of, of work that has to be done. Uh, and then three are the coordinators who will help balance uh, the parts and be support to not only the anchors, but there will be 48 people at each location who will be assisting with the work. Uh, we've seen that some of these 48 people will be local, that uh, they will just kind of show up and know they're supposed to be there. Others will have heard about the project and, and know that whatever the location is, when they see it on the website, they'll go, I need to be at that location. Uh, there will be something within their spirit that says, this is where, where your job is, and they'll show up. Um, and then once we get there, there's three days' work at each location. Uh, the first day, we will be working with the group and anybody individually that that is still working and adjusting their vibratory levels to the project itself. Okay. Uh, we will be doing the new, we'll be practicing the new healing modality with them and offering it as a gift. Uh, we will be making sure everybody is is coming together as a solid unit. So that's the first day. And then oh, the second day uh, is dedicated to clearly bringing everybody into full collective consciousness, and that will be accomplished through various activities, including, again, the healing circle, uh, as well as uh, dance movement, working with the land where we are in particular, uh, various things. There will probably be some different sound work that's being done, uh, mantras or different things. We haven't gotten all of those parts in yet. Mm. Uh, And then the third day is when the actual shifting of the anchor points takes place. Oh, this is sounding... Oh, it's like I'm, I'm wanting to know where you're going to be so I can show up at, at the first one. We're going to go to break. I'm Temple Hayes, and you're joining us today with the Hanawak Project. And to find out more, uh, when we come back from break, we're going to give you the website and look at how uh, to balance the energies as we move forward into 2012 and our new earth as we talk about. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. 
You are listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Your contribution helps us broadcast messages of love and inspiration throughout the world. Many people, like myself, desire more out of life. I want more out of my work, my daily interactions, and my relationships, including my connection with the divine. So when I found Unity House's new book by the Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard called Good Questions, a lot of things started making sense. Dear Tom, how can I believe in the integrity of God if I can't believe in my own integrity? From K.A. in Iowa. Dear K.A., God's goodness is independent of your highs and lows, but lighten up on yourself, my friend. Everybody has gloomy spells in their moral and spiritual life. Everyone makes mistakes. Self-doubt is endemic to the species Homo sapiens. People tend to doubt themselves and to be their own worst critics. All people fall short of their goals. In fact, that's one of the classic definitions of sin. But making mistakes, even really, really bad ones, does not define who you are. You are Imago Dei. The spiritual image and likeness of God, the divine spirit within, is your true identity, now and forever. Dr. Tom's an expert in metaphysical Christianity who is sometimes passionate, sometimes funny, but always ready to tackle the agonizing questions about life and our spiritual path. His book, Good Questions, Answering Letters from the Edge of Doubt, is a must-read for those of us who listen to his show here on Unity FM or read his column in Unity Magazine. Get your copy today online at unity.org and click on the shop link. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and to join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So welcome everyone and what a wonderful uh, time we're having today as we're talking about the Hanawak Project and we're here today with Laura and Yolo, and I wanted to make mention um, right away of the website that you can go to. Uh, Laura, you want to spell it out because I know people will want to write this down uh, so they can take the information. Yes, it is www.hanahuac.org. That's www.hanahuac.org. 
and you can find out a lot of information on there, and it will highlight you as to how you can get involved because there's various ways that you can get involved. Even if your your first feeling is, well, I can't travel, there's so many other uh, ways in which you can support this um, remarkable work. Um, uh, along that line, we have put within our website a blog, and we are trying to figure out all the back ways to make it send notices out when we post things. But that is how we plan to keep in touch with everybody as we're traveling and keep pictures and videos updated on it. What is it going to take to get the travel part of this of the project started. Have you and YOLO and others already picked the 52 areas that you're going to be going to? Are they statewide? Are they global? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Um, yes, um, the anchorage locations are 52, and we pick up this information through Revelation. Okay. Um, There's uh, 52 sites uh, within the Americas in North, South, and Central. These specific locations until now revealed are um, Lake Titicaca in Bolivia, Teotihuacan in Mexico, Alaska, Ingapirca in Ecuador, Serpent Mount, Ohio, uh, Ciudad Perdida in Colombia, Canyon de Chile in Arizona, Paraguay, Palenque, Mexico, eh, Quebec province in Canada. Eh, These uh, 10 places are spread out up and down the Americas. But the next 42 will be more clustered, and the countries that we know included is in Argentina, Venezuela, Guatemala, Colombia, Honduras, Mexico, Chile, Belize, Peru, and Brazil until, until now. Um, once uh, each of these pieces that uh, make up the project are totally synchronized for, uh, for the initial phase, including the, the budget that we need for this part that is $100,000, we will begin to travel. It has been revealed to us that as the project begins to take off, we will be given the remaining information. Okay. And part of the reason we've been shown that the first 10 are spread out as they are is that the anchoring between Draco and Sirius has been anchored in so strongly by different civilizations over the centuries. And... If we don't do it in a specific order, and we can destabilize the planet. So we have been given a specific order to do the first 10, and then that's why we've shown, been shown that the last 42 will be more clustered because the stability for the planet will have already been set in place. Okay. And when you were talking about the... The three days that you spend when you go into these areas, the first day is is people obviously getting balanced, getting grounded, um, you know, the inner work that needs to be done and those types of things. And the second day you're coming together. Or are you there for a longer period of time because we had to go to break? So 
Are you there more than three days, or what does that look like after that? For the traveling team, we will be in pretty much just those three days. Okay. Uh, there may be, you know, depending on the location, sometimes you have to build in an extra day to travel to get into where you're going. Uh, and an extra day to travel to come out. But as far as actually being at the location, those three days will take care of it. Uh, we are looking at uh, different types of packages for people who go with us if they only want to go do one site and would like to stay there longer in vacation. We're looking at uh, connecting them with local spiritual practitioners who uh, they can do some more spiritual work with while uh, af- after we have left. And why are you all uniquely prepared to do this work? Is it, as Yolo was saying earlier, the revelation came from uh, like a spirit journey or a divination of awareness? And then how did all of you find each other? I think that's an interesting part of the story, too. Did you just meet at a conference or... Okay, um, we are in there? Yeah. Okay. Um, how we come together, this is, uh, again, another um, another action of spirit. Yes. Um, but uh, how we are preparing that, our lives, uh, I'm talking about the, the, the complete uh, team, Mm-hmm. Uh, have, have been lives of service and commitment to always answer divine calls. Uh, each of us has shown the dedications, perseverance, and the ability to overcome obstacles in our lives. As uh, child, children, we all have spiritual experience and continue to have them through our lives. We have uh, over 110 100 and more years of spiritual works among us. We are healers of many and different modalities. Our lives have been dedicated to strengthening our communication with the spirit and becoming conduits for spirit in this airplane. And no one of us are identical each of us has a unique background that has prepared us for this work. Uh, the biographies are posted on the website uh, org. It is a collection of energies and experience that the Spirit has called for at this time. And this is how we work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have known one another for probably a dozen years, uh, between ten and twelve years, and done other spiritual work uh, at various times together. And when the reading circle began, uh, Rosemary and and Yolo and I all said we will make the commitment that as often as we're in town, we will show up at these at these meetings, and we will participate and. So that is really what kind of started the ball rolling on the project. I think Spirit was kind of testing us to see if we would uphold our commitments to one another and the collective work that we had started before it gave us a bigger project. 
it, and, it does. And the anchors, the anchors are active interdimensional energy workers. This is a, a main tool to this project. It certainly does in today's time take a, a real level of commitment to be original, doesn't it? It really does. Now, as we, as you, and as these collective groups uh, um, move throughout uh, the Americas, and we are into the focus of the balance of the male and female energies, will we, in the foreseeable time, uh, get to a place, and of course this is uh, speculative, but yet uh, where we all want to be, where as children when we're born as indigo or crystal or gifted, I mean we know this, we're just gifted people uh, with all unique abilities to heal, to future see, uh, to do all these things. Are we going to get to a place as a culture that we don't lose that? after we're a child and we are forced to live in a box and then spend the rest of our lives getting back to that? I mean, in, in your visionings or in your awareness, what do you feel with this awakening? Are we going to get to a better place that we really know how to treat children so we don't have to keep repeating, you know, this over and over again that we wind up being, you know, 50 and 60 and getting back to who we always were when we were four. Um, what, what we have really been seeing is that the time we're in right now is that transitory time. We are between duality and unity, and we okay. were raised in duality. So it's, it's having to remember that the duality was always an experiment and that we were here to, to notice the difference so that we could come back and, and basically come back to the oneness that we've always been, but we just fail to remember. And as we are letting go of our baggage, and this is why everybody is being challenged so much right now, everybody has everything they've ever done coming up in their face. We are in that instant karma time because we are being called to let go of duality and to let go of all of those uh, ingrained patterns and go, wait a minute, whose idea was this? This isn't mine. How much better can it get if I let it go and be open to all the possibilities of the divine spirit that we are? And the more we step into that, the more all of the old ways drop. Uh, I know sometimes you look at the world and you go, well, there are so many people who don't seem to be doing that, but we have to maintain that trust that spirit is active in everybody's life and calling them into the highest parts of their being so that they can move forward. Mm. And and there's so many people around us that um, that I'm finding are, like you're saying, too, becoming... Uh, there are those people that are becoming, you know, more reaction-oriented of not really knowing how to feel or being challenged. And at the same time, there there is the intensity of just being so ultra-sensitive. Um, I'm sure many of you were feeling that kind of vibration before the earthquake in Japan 
hit, right? I mean, there were some of us in our community that were going, God, we felt like like an earthquake's happening. And then to read it two days later, it was just very like, okay then. You know, because there's something going on that we're all really tuning in at a a real deeper level. I just, I just really honor uh, that all of you are, you know, giving your life and uh, your time to, you know, really being a part of something. And I, and I think that's a great teaching uh, for the people that are listening today too. That it would be ideal if you get involved in this project, the Hanawak Project, and you can go on the website at the Hanawak.org, and also. Uh, I think it's encouraging to know that it's important at this time to find something to believe in and really get behind it because it's uh, it's really where we all need to be right now. So so many times people look at there's so much going on or their perception says there's so much going on. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to belong to. And people don't do anything. So we want to be part of something <laughs> that's uh, that's powerful and and that can make a difference. And I'm very excited, uh, Laura and Yolo, about about the work that that you're doing. How are you able to fund the project? Is there some kind of information that we can get out there about that? Tell us how is that happening? Uh, the f- Spirit has been telling us from the beginning that the money is there for the project, that we are to keep moving forward and laying all the foundation and getting all the pieces ready. And so we've been doing that, and that as we keep letting people know about the project, those people who have been gifted with the money will know that that's part of why they've been given the money, and they will say, I'm supposed to be funding this Ottawa project, and so the money will just start flowing in. Um, we've had some donations coming in. We have the website with a place to donate uh, on the How Can I Help page. Uh, we, have, we have donation buttons. Uh, we don't have it on the website yet, but we do have an exercise that was given to us to expedite the increase in vibrational frequency, and anyone who donates $75 or more will, be, uh, will have the opportunity to either download that or if they... Uh, have trouble downloading, we can send them a booklet with it. And again, it's a collective piece. Everything we're getting in is collective because uh, it, it, the message we keep getting is that the era of thinking only of yourself and me and mine is now moving into us and us is all of us and, and understanding that difference. So uh, it is all collective work and all the work that we do requires people we, we could not do this project if Yola went down by herself. It would be too much. It, it requires three anchors and three coordinators. And the vibrational frequency is a three-person exercise. The new healing modality is a three-person exercise. And the, with, with the healing modality, we've been shown that it has the ability to heal whole stadiums full of people. And we just got a chance to try it with about 15 people the other day, and it held up beautifully. So we're mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, you can tell. You can you can hear it in your voice, and it, it's, in, it's so encouraging to hear, uh, as I was saying earlier, some positive direction and energy going towards uh, 2012. And, and based upon your 
project and movement, you're you're saying that we're we're going to be moving away from being a it's all about me um, and all that to a place of how can we work together, how can we collaborate better together, how can we as a culture uh, come together in oneness, how can we ultimately see that we want um, some of the same things. Um, I, I just love that, that to know that there it's kind of collective across the globe that a lot of people are really wanting to see this happen as we enter into uh, 2012. It's it's really uh, wonderful having you on the show today and, um, and you're focusing on making the world a, a better place. And thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be right back after break. Uh, I just wanted to acknowledge again that our radio shows can be downloaded on Android or other phones. You can go to unity.fm to find out how to do that. So thank you for being with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles. They cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness.
return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Thank you, everyone, for being on our show today as we're talking about the Hanawak Project. And we're looking at creative and productive ways in which we as individuals can can hold the unity goals and ideals um, for a world that's moving into a true uh, planetary shift as we are entering into uh, 2012. And so um, we're delighted to have uh, Laura and Yolo with us today as they are part of this project that will be traveling to 52 designated places without the, within the world um, that focus on healing circles and oneness and um, balance. And so, Laura, um, you, you were talking earlier about the various locations that you will be going to. Um, what is the first area that you're going to focus on? Is that an area between, I think you said, Hawaii and Egypt? Is that correct? Well, the Hawaiian Egypt part is a contemporaneous part that we have seen is not really ours as facilitators to do, but that there are two teams of three people each that will be in uh, Hawaii and Egypt at the same time doing an anchoring piece. It's not the same piece that we will be doing, but it is putting an anchor between, if you look on a map, Hawaii and Egypt are halfway around the globe from one another. And it will anchor through the northern hemisphere. It will go through the earth, and it will go both directions around the earth so that very strong ties are made between there to anchor. And uh, this will complete some work that was begun several years ago, uh, a group in Springfield and a group in Tibet did similar type work. They did, they did things beyond that, but they did a similar type work. And so with, with those two pieces done, it's like the planet has been quartered and fully anchored in so that the northern hemisphere is stable, and that will mark the time for our work to begin. At that time, uh, the anchors will be down in the Lake Titicaca area, uh, the facilitators for the Anawak Project, and as soon as the Egypt and Hawaii parts are done, the Anawak Project will start with its first location, which seems to be, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, <laughs> um, in, in Bolivia, uh, Tiwanaku, Tiwanaku in Bolivia. So that seems to be where we will have the first Anawak group of 52 people actually working. And, and the interesting thing about that is we will be traveling from Florida at sea level, and Lake Titicaca is about three miles high. So spirit's always wonderful in, in going, sure, you can do this, and they forget we have bodies, but we do it. <laughs> we actually had a group uh, from First Unity in St. Petersburg, Florida, go to um, Brazil. And I'm not Brazil. Hello, Peru. <laughs> Whatever it is you're catching, I'm catching it too. Uh, we went to Peru, and our um, our shaman guide, uh, Jorge Delgado, he is from Lake Titicaca, and there were actually a number of people that were able to extend their trip and and go there. And I've heard that it's just um, absolutely amazing. So 
Wow, that's going to be a very powerful um, journey. But I do know some people there, so if I can support you in that, I'd be glad to do that. And he's well-connected in that area and uh, Machu Picchu and and all that, um, to the point that when we arrive late one day, um, he's been to Machu Picchu, I think, um, close to 200 times. And the guards let it stay open just for our group. So that was pretty powerful because it's surprisingly very, um, very touristy there. You know, it was, there were a lot of people. Um, if someone in your audience is interested in traveling to one of the sites or, or wants to participate, um, you know, in your everyday business and administration and all the other things that it takes, it takes a lot uh, to maneuver these kind of traveling endeavors. Um, how would they go about that? Okay. Um, so far, this uh, type of interest has been communicated through our email address, anawakproject at aol.com. Uh, to facilitate this uh, this process, we are creating a pre-registration form that will be post soon, very soon, in our website. Okay. Um, and uh, so you can you can find the information on the on the website. And again, the spelling is H A N A H U A C. The Hanawak Project. Dot org, or you can email project at aol.com. And again, I just want to highlight for those of you that joined us a little later than the beginning of the show that Hanawak in Mayan means America. So we are talking today with a group of individuals that are solely committing their lives and all their endeavors towards the real balance of the new earth in which, as we know and have heard it in many different ways and interpretations of the true ending of the Mayan calendar in 2012. And what we are affirming and knowing is that indeed, um, and thank heavens, uh, the, the world as we have known it is shifting, that we have been going through a period of time of of understanding and ponderings and is it all about me and materialism and manipulation and feeling separate to now entering into a new earth of of collaboration, working together, of, of really, and if I'm understanding your part of it uh, correctly, uh, Laura and Yolo, you're, you're indicating that... A, Though all of us have these natural gifts, because the vibration on the planet is going to be so much more accelerated, yet balanced at the same time, um, we will be able to access those gifts more freely and um, easily. Is that, am I explaining it well? That, that is the hope for the ultimate result of all of this. And, and we know we're not the only light workers that are doing things. Uh, we, we know that our assignment is up and down the Americas. And we kind of have a suspicion that there's probably groups around other parts of the world that are doing a similar type of work, even though they haven't connected with us. Uh, we know that there are people who, when they hear about the Anawak Project, are going to know that they have something to offer us. Uh, we are still 
Even though we know that six people are traveling, we only have four identified so far. We have all three anchors and we have the logistics coordinator, but we still don't have our translator uh, fully locked in, and that's someone who should be able to speak English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Uh, because we will be going into Brazil, and we also do not have our travel coordinator, who will be the person that is coordinating the travel and handling all the different parts as we travel for the six that are traveling. Yes. Uh, we also, the website and everything that's been built and that you'll find on the website, including downloadable brochures if anybody wants to hand those out, uh, on, on the uh, tab that says, How Can I Help?, uh, the, you will find a downloadable brochure there. Uh, we also uh, need somebody who can help maintain the websites as we travel because as we see that time has compressed to where right now, between now and the end of December 2012, when, when is the time we're to be finished, we now have about 14, just over 14 months. And to get to 52 places in, in uh 14 months with three days at each location, we're going to be on the road a lot. So having somebody maintain our, our website and blog who knows what they're doing, uh, the, the blog is, is made from WordPress, so somebody familiar with WordPress, and the uh, website itself has been built in Expressions Web. So someone who can maintain those uh, would be wonderful. We've got information on the blog about the Healing Circle and the Reading Circle. So anybody who feels that part of what they're supposed to do is is work with those concepts and uh, help. One of the things we've noticed with the reading circle is as we've been as different books have been selected, it's almost walking us through where we need to be for the next step on our project. So mm. it's been kind of interesting and fun. Uh, this month we're working with Shirley McLean's El Camino. And that was a spiritual journey, too. So it's like, well, there's you know, no accidents on what we're doing. The Absolutely Healing Circle, not. those who want to work with it and, and learn how to uh, use the new modality and share it with others, it, the only thing we're asking people when they use that is do not claim that it has a copyright. The copyright's a universal copyright. It was gifted to us by the Pleiades, and we are to gift it to the world. And so they can teach it, they can do whatever once they have worked with it and understand it, but don't claim it's yours and don't try to make money off of it. Mm. Well, it's um, it's extremely honorable, you know, what all of you are, are doing and that you are giving so much of your time, effort, and energy uh, for this project. It's very uh, humbling, I think, uh, because we... You know, as you're kind of alluding to, we we see so many people that they have great ideas, but unless it can be packaged and marketed and they can actually make money off of it, that's about the, you know, that's the deeper interest. So my hat and heart uh, uh, acknowledge you and, and in that energy of a namaste, um, I just affirm in unity and oneness that everything that you need will be there for your project, that the right people will call, uh, the people will be involved. And um, just like in the beginning days of when they started Unity FM, you know, everything is working together uh, for the good of, of life and for our great creator and our beloved God for which we live and move and have our being. I'm Temple Hayes, and I'm 
so delighted, Laura and Yolo, that you have been on the show today. And uh, we just see you um, in all these places throughout the world and everything uh, being exactly as we have um, held it in our in our visuals today. So thank you for being with us, everyone. And please forward the show to your friends and family. And thank you uh, for donating and supporting Unity Online Radio. Have a good afternoon, Laura and Yolo. I'll be talking to you Thank you. Soon. Thank you so much. Bless yes. You. Namaste. Bye-bye. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries Online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach for weekly inspiration on ways to identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, where your purpose is your prosperity. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer... Let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Wondering what's happening at Unity Village? Join Dean Ted Collins and guests each Monday at 2 p.m. Central Time as he hosts Village Events and Voices from Unity Village. Stay connected with Unity Village and get news on retreats, special events, newly published authors, and various ways you or your center can be part of the many exciting opportunities Unity Village has to offer. Tune in to catch live interviews of Unity speakers, authors, and newsmakers. It's Village Events and Voices with host Ted Collins, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Nothing more thrilling than feeling your direct connection with your source, your spirit. In those moments, you are soaring, knowing that you can be, do, or have anything you want. But what do you do when real life hits you straight on? Let's get real. This is practical spirituality for a busy, bustling world. 
Join us every Friday at noon Central Time for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, where we explore leading-edge principles and break down the law of attraction so it works for you every day. When you are off the mountaintop, join us for this delicious exploration of attraction principles with your host, Ray Zander. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.